Yo, Wingate, Dave of AOD. Hey, Dave of AOD, how's it going, man? Going good. Getting ready for your big trip to Florida? Yeah, a lot of packing and stuff. A lot of work, man. It's a big move, man. Yeah, well, I gotta do it, you know. I gotta help out Mom. Well, listen, I had an idea. You know, we've been in bands for years. I don't want to do another band. I'm sick of it. Yeah, me too. I hate carrying stuff. I'm lazy. We had a better idea. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate You're this. You're on. Hey, welcome to This Show Sucks with Dave and Bruce. I'm Dave. I'm Bruce. Um, welcome to the show. So, uh, we really got nothing, huh? I told you we should have prepared more. I told you to use the index cards, but you wouldn't use them. I mean, Dude, what are you supposed to do now? Stupid idea. Stupid uh, index, idea. It's the way the professionals do it. You know, maybe the professionals had bigger index cards. But these are small. Well, you I pick, can get like a sentence on no, them. No, no, no. My, my bits are long, dude. I, you I don't got write, a lot going on. They're not to write the bits. They're to pitch the bits, Dave. You write uh, the I, the title of the bit on the index card. Then you give it to me. Then we discuss which ones are good and which ones aren't. Then maybe we collaborate. They collaborate. You know what sucks more than this show sucks? Those index cards, dude. Dude, I'm, I'll... I'll do the original three shows we discussed to start with, but after that, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. You've been poo-pooing on this idea since the very beginning. Well, you know, I, I'm very, you know... I'm... Okay, this show sucks with Dave and Jello. There you go. This show sucks with Dave and Bruce is sponsored by Enemy, Inc., Enemy Inc. in Orlando, Florida started in 2001 with a single screen press and has grown to be one of the largest punk-owned and operated screen print businesses in the country. They take great pride in their work and it shows in their products. If you need t-shirts, posters, or stickers for your band, business, or function, you want to use Enemy Inc. They get the job done right the first time, on time, all the time. It doesn't matter how big the order, they can handle it. They've done the shirts from the Misfits, the Star Wars conventions, and the Pope's visit. How's that for friggin' references? They even made the shirts for the AOD reunions, and they look beautiful. The owners of Enemy Inc. are also in a great punk band called The Attack. Check them out, too. Also, if your band is touring the UK, they have an Enemy Inc. in jolly old England, so you can have your merch ready for you when you get there. How cool is that? Visit Enemy Inc. today at enemyinc.com and ask for Charlie or Brad. Tell them this show sucks sent ya. Woo!
You know, the word legend gets bandied around a lot in uh, the punk rock world, and today we're very fortunate to have with us an actual legend. He really is a true legend. He's a legend in UK punk. He is one of the early hardcore proponents. And to be honest with you, he's a legend in hairstyle. He had a mohawk, I think, before anybody. That's true. It's an honor to have with us today Wadi from The Exploited. Exploited! Now, Wadi, I understand you recently have had some health issues. I had heart attack, two heart attacks. I see. And I had, uh, yeah, and I had, uh, had a quad heart bypass. Wadi, you're Scottish. Do you golf? And if so, what's your handicap? Uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, we don't we, we, we know we're going to but a good day, yeah. Wadi, you're a true Renaissance man. Most fans would be surprised to find out that you're a collector of fine furniture. I understand your area of expertise are Queen Anne high boys. Is this true? Really good. I really, I really enjoy that. Good. <laughs> no, no, I enjoy that. The, the, like, the build, we're on, we're on uh, quite early. I understand you own many signature pieces, such as the Hogarth chair. Is that true as well? That's, that's fucking shit. But they're brilliant. And I totally respect the structure. I love the structure. Wani, is it true that you have a line of gourmet haggis coming out? I'd really like to hear about this. And I try to shoot on my uh, air pistol. I got a good reaction. It's really good. Wadi, do you have any vocal exercises you do to warm up before a performance? Would you like to share that advice with perhaps up-and-coming singers? Shit, shit, shit. I see that shit. I see. Wadi, it really was an honor and a pleasure having you on this show, Sucks, today. I think our listeners really learned a lot about you. Thanks, Wadi. So, let's see what we got coming up next. Next segment we're doing... Oh, the craft beer review. That's a good one. (sighs) Oh, boy. What? You don't like that one either? No, I, I wasn't happy with this one at all. What... What's not to like? It's funny as hell. Uh, that's, you know, that's funny as hell is a funny expression, Dave. You know, listen, when you look at our target audience, you know, it's it's old punk rockers and here, the skit was great. It was, it was a great segment. You know, does everything have to be punk rock? Like, you know, funny's funny. If we're punk rockers doing comedy, then it's yeah, punk rock Yeah, but it's a comedy. niche. It's a niche. You know what I'm saying? It's going gonna, it's gonna to get us noticed, you know? If we were, you were, you were not comedians... Nobody's going to care about us otherwise. The sketch was perfect. We're, we sit down to review a local craft beer that a local brewery brought us. And right when we're about to drink it, a notable straight-edge person busts through the door, grabs the beer from our hands, throws it against the wall, and... Again, with the Born Free. What's up with the Born Free? What are you talking about, dude? Dude, it's like the... I was going to say, this idea... Was... time today, every time you start getting... I yelled at you it starts i was gonna say this is a funny idea when the hard times probably did it already oh no it hasn't been done hasn't been yes i mean so i mean listen every week it could be somebody different we start off with Ian mckay and then we have ray capo and al from ssd control to follow your heart oh dude you know, you're making the working situation very difficult. I just want to give our listeners the highest 
possible punk level rockers. comedy. They will love this. They will love this. And the best thing is, you know, they're not really coming in here, so we don't have to pay any of them. You know what I'm saying? Do you want to give them the feeders of comedy, or do you want to give them um, Blink-182 of comedy day? Well, right now you're being the mystic records of comedy, Bruce. Born free as free Fuck as the born wind blows. This motorcycle whiskey sauce. Mm, savor the taste of freedom. City folk just don't understand. Mm, comes in regular and shit kicker. Texas motorcycle whiskey sauce. Mm, it's not for pussies. How's your new band coming along, Dave? Glad you asked, Bruce. It's coming along surprisingly well. I'm not uh, playing drums in this one. I can't stand carrying the thing, so I'm singing in this band. Oh, cool. What's it called? Well, it's called The Creepy Crawl, and I got a concept that nobody's doing, man. Is it a Manson thing? or? Nope, not at all. It's a punk rock band, but what we're going to do is we're going to have TV monitors on stage with us, and it's going to have CNN playing nonstop, and whatever's on the CNN crawl, that's the song. That's my lyrics. That's pretty awesome, dude. Dude, I know a guy at the Punk Hut. I could probably get you guys a show. Do they have cable? Yo, what's up, people? This is Harley Flanagan, and you're listening to This Show Sucks. Dude, I gotta tell you about this crazy dream I had last night. You know the John Joseph walking punk rock tour that he does in New York City? John Joseph from the Cro-Mags. I had a dream that I was on the John Joseph walking punk rock tour. And it was me and John Joseph and 12 Asian tourists. And we're in front of the old A7 club over by Tompkins Square Park. And he's pointing out various things that were really kind of nobody cared about. And the Asians were taking pictures every place he pointed. And and let's get something straight here. This is my dream. Don't call me a racist. I can't help it. It's my dream. It didn't happen. I'm not anti-Asian, okay? Now, onward. So, first of all, John Joseph is wearing this ridiculous jacket. And I'm like, dude, what's up with the jacket? And he points to himself and he goes, John Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yo. Joseph's coat annoyed his brother. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Makes sense, right? So we're walking down 2nd Avenue, and John sees coming down the street Harley Flanagan. And uh, Harley from the Chromegs and, and, and John Joseph, they, they, they don't get along, to, to, to say the least. And um, John Joseph is trying to avoid a situation, so he starts walking in the opposite direction, and you know he's pointing out here's a club where Richard Hell got a star, and everybody's like you know into it, and then Harley spots him. It wasn't hard; he was wearing a Technicolor dream coat. So John Joseph starts going faster. And, you know, the dude's a triathlete. 
he starts running. And now me and the 12 Asian tourists are all trying to keep up with him. And it was pretty weird, man. I gotta say, it was pretty weird. The Asian tourists are like, why are we running so fast? And John Joseph is like, well, there's so much to see. I want you to get your money's worth. And as we're running, he's like pointing at stupid shit. Like, oh, there's the door that the New York Dolls once knocked on. And there's where Blondie lived. And he's running so fast that his wig is starting to come off. So he's like running and holding on to his wig with both hands, which was weird. And he brings us down this alleyway. And then we could see Harley is right behind us. Harley's in force right now. So we go into this open door and he locks the door. And we're all in this janitor's closet. The... 12 Asian tourists, me and John Joseph are all in this janitor's closet. And then Harley starts banging on the door. And he's banging on the door. And then he starts barking like a dog. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And it's just And then I slowly start to wake up. And the dog barking was actually my neighbor's fucking dogs who woke me up again. Pieces of crap. So I, I, I never got to find out what the hell happened when... uh. Harley opened the door. You know, I don't know if the Cro-Mags are going to get back together. I don't know if there was a big fight. I don't know if the Asians were going to take pictures. But it was a weird dream. Dave of This is just a quick reminder to follow This Show Sucks on Facebook and Twitter. Coming up later in our show, Stigma Goes to the Movies. Hey, Bruce, look what I got here. The oh. new promo posters from Enemy Inc. Oh, awesome, dude. Let's I check them out, man. Psych, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm excited to see these. I heard all about it, man. Cool. They do a great job. Oh, wow. I Excellent. told them, you design it. You guys are always spot awesome. on. Awesome. Break them out, man. Let's see what they look like. Here we go. Is oh, it? wow. Wow, that's like a um, uh, an homage, right? Yeah, it's uh, the good, the bad, and the oh, ugly. Oh, Sergio Leone. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Oh, man, I look awesome. Wow, look at me. Um, Yeah. I'm yeah. the good. Wow, and, that's so and, cool. And Johnny's the bad. And, oh, awesome. Um, he looks so mean, man. I'm the ugly. What's up wow. with that, dude? Yeah, that totally looks like you. Wow. Oh, they did such a great job, man. I'm loving this. I paid for these. Oh, Why am I the ugly? It looks like they even made your... <laughs> Nose a little bit bigger. It's all nose. I look like I lost a few pounds though. They really feel I look really like made freaking look... tiny. Oh Tim. man, what the these fuck, are so. Dude? I gotta get this on a t-shirt, man. No, it ain't gonna happen. Oh, they really, you really got your money's worth of ugly with that one, Dave. These are getting redone. Today's short attention span interview is sponsored by Orlando Tattoo Company. Orlando Tattoo Company.com. And you can also check us out on Facebook. I am here with an iconic punk singer, songwriter, podcaster, actor, TV show host, spoken word artist, and author, Henry Rollins. Is it okay if I call you Hank? No. Thanks, Henry. And that wraps up another short attention span interview. Now back to the TSS studios. Yeah!
let's go to TSS meteorologist Diabolus in the weather studio to take a look at the weather forecast. Thanks, Diabolus. Hey, you! Hey, you. Stiff Johnny Manfred! Hey, man, you have worry with your Johnny because old? Try Stiff Johnny Man Cream. You be back like a real man. Stiff Johnny Man Cream! Work more than four hours, see, doctor. Oh, I think Chico needs a second there, Dave. You need a couple seconds there, Chico? For the next bit. All right. So, I, I, like I was saying before, you know, uh, I mean, I'm watching Happy Days. Chuck goes upstairs with the basketball. He's never seen again. I mean, did they ever bring him back? Or uh... My theory was that uh, Mork from Ork abducted him. Chalupa! What the hell was that, dude? Dude, it's Johnny Dingles. What's going on with Johnny Dingles or MC? I haven't told you this, but he, he's kind of got a condition, Bruce. What kind of condition is that? He just yelled out the name of a food. Well, he was online at a Taco Bell drive through and he got hit from behind by a drunk driver really oh, hard one that's night. terrible, man. And he was really messed up, man. He was in the hospital for a long time. Wow. And he's, he's fine now, but the only thing is he's got this weird condition. It's, it's like Tourette's or something where he just blurts out food for no reason. Oh, I, I heard about that. I've heard about that online, actually. I had no idea. I, I'm, I'm at a show with him about three weeks ago, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the club, I hear, Big Nuggets! And I was like, what the hell? I turn around, and it's Johnny. Oh, that's weird. He doesn't realize he's doing it either. It's it's involuntary. I talked to a couple of friends. They told me what was up. I had no idea. Yeah, that's what happens. It's totally involuntary. I've read about that. Yeah. Well, he's a good guy, and I figured, you know, he, he'd give him a leg up, let him be our MC. You well, know. that was very nice of you. Do we get a tax break for this? Dave, I love that Fonzie lunchbox you have up here in our studio. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I used to be a big fan until I met him. And uh, Oh, dude, I, I met Fonzie too, man. I had a weird story, man. I went to see him at the Chiller Theater Festival in Jersey, and I had the lunchbox. I wanted him to sign it, right? So yeah, I'm yeah, hanging yeah. out, and he's there, and he's talking to people, and he's standing up. And this is before he's even started signing autographs. So I got my camera, and I'm like taking a couple pictures of him. Yeah. And he looks over at me, and he says... People pay to stand online and take my picture. If you're going to take my picture, stand online and pay like everybody else. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting yelled at by freaking Fonzie. This is, you know, and on top of that, I got a picture of him yelling at me, which is even better, dude. Did you put it up on eBay? I'll, no, I still have it. I'll probably put it up on the uh, on the website. Though. That'd be awesome if you could do that, because uh, I'm sure our fans would love to see the picture of Angry Fonzie. I had a somewhat similar experience where it was at a classic car show up in Danbury, Connecticut, at Marcus Derry. Uh -oh. uh, and um, we waited. We didn't even know that he was going to be there, but then we heard, we were like, well, how Fonzie, yes. Yeah. So we got online to meet a couple of my friends. We waited online to see Fonzie. And then at some, and I'm like, I wasn't really thinking about meeting Fonzie. And then at some point it becomes apparent, I'm going to get to say something to Fonzie. And I really had no idea what to say to him. And finally I got up to him, it was my turn. And, and all I could think of was, um, was like, wow, I completely forgot about night shift until a minute ago. And then he just looked at me like horrified. And then, um, and that was it. And, and he, 
he, he wanted us to take a pic to pay to have our picture taken too. And if I'd thought about it, I, we should have pooled all of our money together. <laughs> but it was Fonzie was kind of a douche. Hey, hey, I'm a douche. Hey. <laughs> And now, a dramatic reading of 80s hardcore lyrics by Dave's Uncle Irving, noted thespian. What happened to you? You're not the same. Something in your head made a violent change. It's in your head. It's in your head. It's in your head. Villa. So how was your weekend, Bruce? Pretty weird, actually. You know, I met that girl that works at the Publix. Misty? Yeah, yeah, the one who had the germs burn on her arm. Yeah? Turns out it was just a cigarette burn. She had them on both arms. I've dated a few clumsy smokers before. Yeah, well, no, because remember how I said she seemed real docile and passive? Well, you're really outgoing. Sometimes that's a good combination. Yeah, well, no. Turns out it was heroin. I took her to Beef O'Brady's and she nodded off in her boom boom shrimp. Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. Don't be. I got a second date with her next weekend. I'm Shuko, the feral producer of This Show Sucks, reminding you to like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Also, check out our website at thisshowsucks.com. Stigma Goes to the Movies. Welcome to Stigma Goes to the Movies, a segment in which This Show Sucks sends noted cinema enthusiast and hardcore punk rock legend Benny Stigma from Agnostic Front to give us his reviews of the latest films. Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird is a striking directorial debut that serves as a semi-autobiographical love letter to her hometown and perfectly explores the gulf between childhood and adulthood. Vinny, what did you think about the film Lady Bird? Yo, that movie fucking sucks. Stigma goes to the movies. You know, Ian McKay once said that he takes his punk very seriously, and, and so do we here at This Show Sucks. We sure do. And instead of going out with a joke, what we've decided to do is we're going to go out with a punk song from our collection that's important to us, and we're going to tell you why. Uh, my selection for this episode is uh, a song by a band called The Nosebleeds called I Ain't Been to No Music School. And one thing I really remember about this record is that it was one of several I bought on our very first tour, Dave, in 1984. Okay. Remember, I remember all of us bringing money specifically to buy records because that's how crazy we were about punk rock. For me, the 77 punk rock stuff seems to still resonate more than um, a lot of the hardcore stuff does. Maybe it's because it's the first stuff I really heard and got into. Uh, one great thing about this record is the intro, which is an orchestra. There's a, a, a searing guitar lead in it by Vinnie Riley, who later ended up in the Derrity column of all things. And um, I just think it's an awesome song. One of your favorites as well, Dave? Yeah, it was an early uh, record I had as well. That band had Tommy Morrissey in it and became Morrissey. And Billy At one Duff, point, he yeah, was very He wasn't on the fan. record. It was in the very beginning of that band. Billy True. Duffy, who True. went on to the cult as well. Awesome record. Awesome band. Check it out. 
you would like to be an advertiser or sponsor on This Show Sucks with Dave and Bruce, send us an email. This Show Sucks Podcast at gmail.com.